The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McCray, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Players' Lounge is back. Let's ride. Yes, indeed. Barry Church, Heckma Harrison, I'm Newey Scruggs. Danny McCray's out working cowboy camp, so he's not here today. We are not in beautiful Oxnard, California. We are right here at the Star in Frisco in this beautiful this beautiful studio with all the good air conditioning. Air conditioning here. for sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's number one for him, first yes. of all. It's for everybody. You know, I told him before he even got here, <laughs> drop the thermostat on that right now. I think Reliant Energy got us <laughs> for you. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, we must start with the money. Okay. Ooh. Bottom line is you have to start with the money because this is that time of year where teams are trying to get deals done. Uh, the Cowboys, we know, are sitting here with some good players that they've got to talk. We've talked about it before. You know, Dak Prescott, uh, C.D. Lamb, Micah Parsons. You got Trayvon Diggs. These are guys who are coming up. They got Diggs done before the first practice here. So five-year, $97 million extension. Uh, Todd Archer breaks it down at six years, $104 million uh, for Trayvon Diggs. <laughs> Bonus 21.3, uh, I should say 21.25 million with uh, guarantees G'd up, uh, $42.3 million for a corner that folks have been looking for since Deion Sanders left here. I know there's a bunch of people that wanted Byron Jones to get paid. I was one of those that said, you know what, I like Byron Jones, but you'll take the ball away. You pay, you pay for people to snatch, yeah. snatch that ball away. Right. That's in a, a quarterback league. So Diggs is paid. Let me start with you. Your thoughts. You know, I think it's well-deserved. It's well-deserved. Um, I think they had to get this done because he's right. one of the cornerstone pieces of that defense that seems to just be rising as the years go on. And if we look at his game, you know, his rookie year gave up a lot of yards. But to me, what stood out the most is he's coachable because in that following year, he came back 11 interceptions out there. He's taking the football away just like you said, like the top corner should be able to do. If you can take the football away and create offense on your own, I mean, you're going to be one of the highest-paid corners, as we see with Trayvon Diggs. And he follows that back up again after that 11-interception year. Yeah. He became, to me, the complete corner because he was locked down. I mean, he went against some of the top receivers in the game, held them to one, two catches. I think A.J. Brown only had one catch uh, for Justin Jefferson. Jefferson, 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 two catches. Just, locked that dude up two years in a row. him down. So I think it's well-deserved. He's becoming that complete corner. And with the addition of Stephon Gilmore, this could be a dangerous duo. I mean, look at look – at, um, Trayvon from this aspect, he was a second-round guy, yeah. so he didn't have the fifth-round option. That was the thing that really made his deal a have-to-do situation yeah. for the Cowboys. Now, when you look at where he is as far as the contract that they signed, they did not reset the market. So that's the mm to this whole deal is that he didn't want to get paid more than some of those top uh, guys in the league. And I think with all of the things that you have coming down the pipeline, if you're Steven Jones, he does not want to be known as that guy that kicks the can down the road <laughs> and always gets guys signed late like yeah. he did with Dak and yeah, some other contracts true. that we've seen, right? But you had to get Trayvon Diggs okay. done. And that deal, that deal is done now. And I think it's, it's a, it's a team-friendly deal that also allows you now 
to get some other pressing needs done. Somebody's getting the cap. Got Somebody's getting the tag. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not going to want to hear that. But I think the deal that they made happen with Trayvon, they had to. And he was in the advantage. He had the advantage. Yeah. And he got paid. All right. Todd Archer breaks it down here. Uh, for, <clears throat> by the way, Todd Archer of ESPN.com breaks down the money. Uh, you, so this year, 2023, um, $1 million. Uh, 2024, $11 million hit. Uh, 2025, $9 million. 2026, $14.5 million. 2027, $19.5 million. And That's in 2028, $20 million. <laughs> so he's got an active roster bonus is totaling $1 million yeah. from uh, year 24 through 2028. And he can make an additional $600,000 per year through escalators. Um, escalators each year. Five interceptions plus the playoffs is $300,000. Seven interceptions plus the playoffs, $600,000. Doable. Yeah. So these are these are doable things there. And one more thing we talked about with Diggs, while he had that rough first year, that was with Mike Nolan. Nobody on defense <laughs> Nobody looked good. Nobody played well, yeah. You bring in Dan Quinn. And 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 there you you know and there you go. So the interesting thing about that, go back to CeeDee Lamb getting drafted. Right, the Falcons yeah. had the pick before Dallas when Dan Quinn was there. They took corner AJ Terrell of Clemson. Yep, they did, solid guy. And you and I were talking. We 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 both said we wanted a corner in the first round, and we said Diggs. Yep. Doesn't happen. They get him in the second round. So here's Dan Quinn's getting the coaching. And I asked Dan Quinn two years ago. I was like, Why didn't you take him? Kind of danced around it. You know, they're both gonna be good players, but and I, I asked Dig, did you ask him? He, Terrell, really, over me? But the man's got the bag, so all's well. Ended is. well for Dig. So uh, <laughs> I'm with you. This was a this is a must-have going into into you know because of the uh, you know, yeah. the second round four-year contract versus five. You didn't want to throw a tag on the player. Mm -mm. You didn't. Mm -mm. You couldn't. And he didn't want to play this year anyway. He didn't want to risk it out there. So I thought that I thought this was a good contract. I thought when when you know top average, you know top five. Mm -hmm. not, you're not setting the market here. I thought that was a win for them. Um, let's get into Zach Martin. Okay, mm. Cowboys future Hall of Fame guard. We we can say that with confidence. <laughs> yes. You look at him as an all-decade player, the numerous Pro Bowls. Uh, when you go down the list of people at their jobs and what they do, Zach Martin, um, if you want to tell me somebody's better, um, go ahead, but he's not at camp. <laughs> I can't see it. Yeah. He's not at camp, and he's not happy. One of the things that I've said to people, Jerry took care of him in his last contract. He did. Made him the highest-paid guard in the game. So he was getting 14 mil, yeah. okay? The TV contract has been resigned. The markets are going up. And so, top guard, Quentin Nelson over the Colts, former Notre Dame player, uh, like Zach Martin, $20 million. See, mm. like, hey, man, 20, 20, people, that's a gap. Right, yeah. right. That's, that's, that's a gap. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a healthy gap. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, he's not in camp. The, the Cowboys, I thought, did the smart thing. They said, we're not addressing that. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. Because what can you say? There's really nothing. That, that you don't want anything. Here's a player that you love, okay, clearly. Everybody loves him. Mm -hmm. Yes, you look at it now, he's underpaid, but this is what happened. What's, what's, what's Mahomes now underpaid by? Yeah. You, know? yeah. you see Justin Herbert getting paid. Mm -hmm. You see Kyler Murray getting paid. You Patrick Mahomes. I'm better than him. him. So this is, this is what the markets do. So, heck, how do you, how do you fix this? You know, no, it's, it's – um, it shocked me when I got the news, first of all, because I think we already had Trayvon Diggs, we had C.D. Lamb, we had even talking about Micah, you know, what we're going to mm -hmm. do with him. The last person that I was thinking that would be saying, it's my turn, my turn is Zach Martin. And 
You know, it's really strange because the Cowboys organization has paid him early and often. Mm -hmm. It seemed like they've never been had a misstep with him. And Zach Martin, to me, is a made man around here. And people won't talk about them. They're players that you just say, hey, these are made men. Jason Witten, one of those guys, a made man. Zach Martin, the best at what he does, a made man. And the market, even though it's gotten away from the Cowboys, from Quentin Nelson to his contract, when he signed his, like you said, knew he was the highest paid guard in the league. But right now, this is, I don't want to call it strong arm, but he's working his leverage to a way that I don't think that the Dallas Cowboys anticipated him doing it. Could it, could it have been worked out a little bit more quieter? Mm -hmm. Because <clears throat> who do we need more than anybody on that offensive line? I mean, come on. Zach Martin. Zach Martin. We need, I'm not in the position. No one is in a position to act like, we don't need this guy. This guy ties Terrence Steele into Biotish and the, the, the synergy and the way that this whole offensive line works. So, look, I'm working. I'm hoping that this is one of those contracts that they can get done quietly without it seem like, hey, he's strong on mm. <laughs> He's strong. You got him in the head. Like, he <laughs> gonna let him go. Let him go. <laughs> right now, BC. Right now, they in that situation <laughs> because he is the guy you absolutely need him. You can't talk about his age. Mm -mm. You can't talk about his, uh, his injuries. There's no knock on this guy because he has been the best at his position for a very long time. And when he comes knocking, you, hey, you got to respect it. Even though they don't want to talk about it, you got to respect it. Because there's, there's, and this is my opinion, you don't talk about it because there's nothing you can say that's going to come out good. Mm -mm. I mean, yes, he deserves to get paid. Now, now, okay, so you said it now. Uh, you know, well, yo, you got a contract, you better sign it, you better on it. I mean, there's nothing to say other than, to me, the best thing to say, hey, we should not go talk about it right now. Like, and that's true, but at the end of the day, they got to pay this man. I mean, they got to pay this man. He is the best offensive lineman, not only on the Dallas Cowboys team, but maybe in the entire NFL. We know he's the best guard, but his position flex out there. We've seen this offensive line do musical chairs throughout the years. Play tackle. Play tackle. The guy can <laughs> play, he probably play center if he wants right. to. So, like you said, Nui, I mean, uh, Heckman, he ties everybody together on that offensive line. An aging offensive line with some young pieces, they need that guy in there, and they've got to pay him ASAP. Because we don't want this thing to stretch out. You know, what if it goes into week one and, you know, we got we to put ball over there at, at the guard ooh, position. Ooh, hey, ooh, I'm, hey, I'm just whoa. saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> These are all possibilities. You know, know what I'm saying? So, you know, we, we, we can't have Dak back there running for his life. So, you got to pay this man. And you got to pay him soon. So, as a player, how do you inform the team? Oh, that, that's that's for me personally. I'm like, hey, agent, you got to handle that one because you know he's one of the he's 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 the leader of the somebody squad. had to make the call. Yeah, yeah how do you somebody got to make the yeah, call just, in there. And do, it's, do, do you I call the do. coach? I mean, does McCarthy call me? Oh, like, I'm sure McCarthy what, called what, him up. Like, hey, you know, Dak, what's going we, on here? You, what's man? going on here? And I'm sure you know McCarthy's talked to you know Dak and other leaders of this team. You know, reach out to Zach. You know, see what we can get him in here. Just to you know, he doesn't have to practice, but he can just be around the team. And I'm sure they reached out to him, but. Hey, the man, the man's playing the leverage, like you said. I mean, it's, it's a, a smart, smart move. It's a smart move. And I, and I completely understand it from a player standpoint. They have to be more aggressive about the way that they get their deals Ooh, done. It. Hey, the CBA, all of these things that we've seen be narrated through the media on how guys are not getting paid. Zach Martin is not going to be $6 million paid less than a guy that's not even in his caliber. He's the best interior lineman in not the league. Doubt. You have to pay him like that. And so... That's just, I mean, that's just a just up. Okay, yeah. so so here's one thing that I have uh, I've had discussions with people about. You know, I'm you know me and your boy Teal. 
I'm gonna get the story. I'm gonna get the story. I'm gonna get the story. Go back to go back to his time in Philadelphia. After year one, he's like, this is not it. Contract not good. I've outperformed the contract. Mm -hmm. Lit up. Lit up. And normally when players ask for more money, they get lit up. Zach Martin is not being lit up. Mm -mm. People are understanding. And it goes back to the line I always used to say when I was doing sports radio. It's interesting on who we choose to condemn and who we choose to forgive. Right. Who we provide forgiveness to. This is true. Because at the end of the day, it is sign a contract. The team did make him the number one guy. Heck, one thing we know, whatever you sign today is going to change because of the way the cap keeps growing everything else. So, so you're, you know, it's almost like trying to time it. Well, you can't really time it right. So, Annoying. But as the, as, as the team go, how are you supposed to address this? And then... I mean, across the league, if, if you're if you're Patrick Mahomes, you should be in there too. I mean, there's certain players in this league that hey, you're the best at what you do at your spot. Zach Martin's the best at his spot. Patrick Mahomes is the best spot. You know, you Kelsey, you go hey, hey, we just won the Super Bowl here. You got rid of Tyreek Hill. I mean, you literally could have a line. There's certain you could have six, seven guys in this league lining up saying, you know, yo, wet my beak. Yeah, those guys. I mean, they're making a sacrifice. <clears throat> Don't get me, Mahomes. And his type, they're making a sacrifice by not going back to the well and saying, hey, pay me what these other guys are getting paid. That tight end is just as important as any player in the yeah. league and what he does production-wise. I'm saying when it comes to Zach Martin, and I, and I, I think there's really a, the dynamic between the guys that get literally drugged through the mud in the media and the guys that don't. To me, Zach Martin is the most consistent interior lineman to play in the NFL in a very long time. He's a generational talent. More it's Pro Bowls than holding calls. The, <laughs> what, I mean, these are, I mean, the numbers are off the charts. When you, There's no narrative that you could write about this guy other than he's really good. And if you look at the greatest players of all time, and I'm not calling him Michael Jordan or anything like that, but drastically underpaid. But in a, this market... He has to get everything that he can. At 32 years old, he's not going to allow for $12 million to go through his hands and his family's hands without getting paid that. I mean, look, if you've ever taken a finance class, money in the hand is better than money tomorrow. You, <laughs> you better get to me right now. I've taken, I've taken, <laughs> taken more than a few of them finance. It's called present value versus future Hello. value. PV <laughs> to FV, okay? So I totally understand it. But it, once again, it's the perception and how players right are treated. On. No, that's and Absolutely how we right. go by it. I remember when people were having a conniption about Dak Prescott making $40 million. Oh, $40 million, not worth it, not worth it. Now, I mean, this man, but this man, this man, this, right, this man is so far down. They got Kyler Murray out here playing Xbox, making, making $6 million more than Dak. Um, I mean, and imagine that. And, and BC guy just got paid. I mean, come on. And he hadn't even won a playoff game, and nobody's dragging him. Mm-mm. It's 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 interesting when you talk about that. Yes, Justin Herbert of the Chargers yes. is paid, and it's been like, oh yeah, good for him, good for him. And I was watching that that Charger Jacksonville game at the gym this week, just watching that fourth quarter meltdown. But I'll say this, <laughs> I will say this. Had to throw that in. <laughs> Get him, no. That's a good play. Get him, no. That's a good play. But 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 I just I just continually don't. There are go back say who we choose to condemn and who we choose to forgive. <laughs> so so Dak is on that list. Ah, he hadn't done this. Prove it. Da, da, da. Justin Herbert, come on. Yeah, okay, get your bag. 
And we'll guess get you back. what? And guess what? You got to get Dak done again here pretty soon. And and that's the, that that's the team's fault. We talk about that warp speed because you go back. I mean, I will I will never forget this one. Being at Oxnard and we're asking the questions after Wentz and Goff got that money. Mm-hmm. Do you know Goff is still on that money he signed? Yeah. With yeah. the Rams, he's yeah. still. This is last year on it. Yeah, that's how outrageous that contract was <laughs> at the time. But, but I, they could have had. They could have had Dak here. Oh, you yeah. know, make it thirty. That's true. Twenty-eight at one point, I thought was the the going rate for where he was, and they waited, and ended up having to be forty million dollars. But I think, look, front <laughs> office wise, and just going back to going to a player like Tony Pollard. And where he was last season to where he is under the mm-hmm. tag. I don't think Tony Pollard is, is upset about being tagged. No, I think he's, he's probably excited. I mean, some game. of it works out, though. Yeah. I mean, well, Stephen Wright, I mean, Stephen Wright, Stephen, Stephen Jones it, it, it said something I thought was kind of right, where he says, look, we offered him a long-term extension. Tony didn't want it. Now, we don't know the numbers of it, mm-hmm. but I go back to last year. Dalton Schultz was offered a long-term extension. Mm-hmm. Said no. Oh. Now he's in Houston. <laughs> Shout out to Schultz, man. You know, Cole Commit just went out here. Oh, Cole Commit went out here. Got he's making twelve and a half now. Man. I mean, so at some point in time, you you really do need to ask yourself, hey man, are these dollars I'm taking? Should I take a long term deal? And church, you played here. Mm-hmm. You're in Texas. Stay tax free, right? Buy yourself a nice home, mm-hmm. tax free. You you like it here? It's the Cowboy. I mean, mm-hmm. big city, right? All sports teams. So I mean, you got a lot right. Of so so opportunities. You know, so I don't know exactly what Schultz turned down, but you living in Houston now. Yeah, oh, that, that's an example of betting on yourself and not winning. Man. I, do you have a call with your agent? <laughs> how does that how does that work after oh, you know? He, oh, he might have been fired. I mean, it's, no, I don't want that. I don't. No, no, I want that long term deal. And injured, and two young cats came in and kind of. Yeah, tight end room hadn't been the same since, so nah, it kind of brought that on itself. Yeah. So this is it. So so Tony Pollard is apparently they offered a deal. He didn't want the deals. Go play out the ten million dollars. I mean, here's the one thing we know. The way this is going, Tony's not going to get ten million dollars next year. No, 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 no not no, getting ten. No. So, so just like Dalton Schultz got paid ten point one million dollars. You think about it, Dalton Schultz got paid more than running back. Dalton Schultz got paid more than than, than the franchise tag for running back wow. last year as a tight end. Mm-hmm. But he's not getting he's not getting ten million dollars this year. So, once again, the, the finance class it might need to be taught. <laughs> NFLPA, <laughs> you guys got that? Everybody getting the right one. Hey, that's hey, you got PB present value, <laughs> FB future value, your dollars. Isn't that what Le'Veon Bell was apologizing about? I mean, that's that's it. that is that is the classic example. And guys Man, are taking should, that, are I shouldn't have said no to that twelve. I should have walked away from twelve million dollars in my pocket. Well, I mean, duh. But if you if you're a running back position and you guys have this huge you know Zoom call or we, we got to get our value right, and then the main guy behind it man. goes you know the the very next day and says you know what let me sign that Cade, deal just like, oh, in, man just bold change. I mean first off, at least wait a couple of weeks and train the kids stay at home stay at, just relax. I mean it's out of flex though. The writing is on, the writing is on the wall for the position and he come on man he he saw what everybody else sees man but, you better get that money you better heck, get that money. Heck, okay, here's the thing I would have done. Okay, they, they, the money's gonna be because they clearly they know they need it. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. so it wasn't like they will tear up the offer. You still don't get your ten. I wouldn't have been at camp. I'd have found LT. Uh, went on to hit place from golf for LT. Remember that time when LT held out, didn't show up until the first game, had like two sacks, <laughs> wrecked everything. That's just being LT. So I would have held out. I'd have gone to the Bahamas and, you know, taken some pictures, Instagram, me sitting on the beach. Mm-hmm. I'd have enjoyed it. 
But this man folded, hey, the, folded the cards, and, and then he reported the case. I mean, at least take a couple weeks off camp. No, only <laughs> rookie, a rookie is the highest paid running back in the league right now. These guys see the writing on the wall. I mean, this it's not a fair argument to me the way that the running back position has been devalued. But I'm telling you, for, for Tony Pollard, when he knew he was getting $10 million on that tag, oh, man, he celebrated. Because well, he, everything else he after that is going to be in the what? I mean, look at Miles well, Sanders. Saw, Six, but, he seven. but you saw, he just, went, he just went ahead and signed it. Jacobs didn't sign it, and neither did Saquon. Because they're like, no, no. And so here it is. You have this big, you know, this big powwow. You'll fight the power, you know. We are playing public enemy music, you know. We all up there walking to the tarot, though. We ain't going to take it. You know how the revolution ends, don't you? Right. Next With dollar day. bills. Next day. Oh, yeah, well. You got to get that money, Nui. What are you talking about? Everybody calling up saying, hey, hey. You know, like, like the dude over the golf. The golf. The, the dude in the golf. And live is bad. You know, you don't have to be apologizing for laying the PGA. Well, right like, back. Uh, we got a merger. Uh, One of the boys is sick. Got a merger. Money's I mean, so, man. so like that, I man. It's like, did, you know, did, did he call everybody on Zoom? Yeah, I'm about to take, yeah, I'm folding. But no Zoom call for that. I got I bills to pay. I mean, that was, that was, to me, that was just he, hilarious. But why not sign it? And then as the, the season comes along, ah, you know, I can't go this week. I got a hamstring. Ah, I can't go the very next week. My back hurts a little right. bit. Not that sign to get the money because you know they can't find you. Sign that you're there. Right. You gotta miss you gotta the camp. Miss you gotta miss the camp. You show you serious, man. My ankle. I can't, can't no, go. <laughs> Saquon looked at the terrain. He saw. He looked out on the plane and he saw what was coming. He said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." That's oh, y'all me like this. Ain't gonna get me. Ain't no, you can still sit at home tailpipe. for two weeks and you know. No, no. I'm with you. I would have. I would have been chilling. I would have ran. Hold up, BC. You would have did what? I mean, I ain't showing up till August. It was a preseason game or something. At least, ain't finding at least, you. Right, they're not finding you. You're going to get the money. They're regardless. not pulling the offer because they need you, okay? What did you, I mean, okay, what would that have accomplished? He would have missed two weeks of camp and he still would have got the same deal. It's fine, but you at least made a mm-hmm. statement, man. <laughs> oh, you said oh, statement man, now? I, I, I mean, guess, come I'm on, sorry. That, that's that 19 years of marriage coming in. Okay. I know when it's a losing battle. So you know you know your play. You know I got oh oh oh, oh so strong strong like bull huh <laughs> you ain't taking it huh I might I mean they got this man on any time you know I might I might have to hold out I might, I might have to do it I might have to do it petty threat. and it wasn't like that they, wasn't like they sat up here and said, hey man it's five million well we gonna do this. what did they give him what did they give him? and send kids too and um, he gotta hit them gotta- and okay <laughs> they can still franchise tag. Come on, man! You did all that, and, and they can still call get, tag on him again. That means he was gonna do that it. anyway. And who's his agent? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got you an extra nine hundred nine thousand right there. You just got rushed for fifteen hundred yards right. <laughs> in New York taxes, no less. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Saquon. You hate to see it. Mm-hmm. That's what say. <laughs> hate to see it. Ooh. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Should have been tight end, bro. <laughs> Should have been tight end. Really, <laughs> man. As I'm being honest with you, how's this affect down the high school level? You start seeing running backs not get paid. Hey, the running back line just got shorter and shorter, boy. Nobody signing up for that. Don't matter how many stars you give out. Nobody. You go into the tight end room, man. You go to go over the defensive end room. I mean, you know, you. You're going to do that. It's I mean, over Because the, the, that's what the paydays are getting here. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott, he doesn't have a deal. I mean, you're sitting around like, wow, you're sitting here watching good running backs. Right. You know, Jacobs led the league in rushing. Zeke has led the Dabble league in Cook's rushing. Dalvin Cook's still out there? Yes. Dalvin Cook's still out there. 
Acting act, act, like he got offers. No. <laughs> he said he ain't got no. He know no offer you want. No. He's not gonna get ten million. <laughs> right. That's for sure. Exactly. I so. mean, Davidson out there. I mean, he's like, okay, you keep telephone. Well, Mulling. No, you're not. It's like with D Hop. Was like, yeah, I'm looking at stuff. No, you're not. No, no. These waiting are waiting on Tennessee to call. Yeah, yeah. That's bitter. Yeah, you got all these requirements you had in a quarterback, and now you will go to sign Tennessee. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, let's take our first break. Uh, when we come back. Mike McCarthy is calling the plays this year. Jerry Jones had thoughts on that. Let's discuss what Jerry had to say about Mike mm. McCarthy becoming the play caller with Barry Church. Heck, my hair sound new. He scores his Players Lounge right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. Want to use the Cowboys locker room's favorite products? Check out the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word cowboys. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of you and everyone else absolutely loving new smoothie bowls from Smoothie King. And woo, me too. These smoothie bowls start with acai and pitaya and are handcrafted with fresh toppings like sliced bananas, sweet berries, crunchy purely Elizabeth granola, and a savory peanut butter drizzle. New smoothie bowls, only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages, with pre-game sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Back to the Players' Lounge. Dallas Cowboys training camp 2023 is here. Brought to you by American Airlines. Watch the team practice on select dates from today through August 15th in sunny Oxnard, California. Admission is free. For more information, visit DallasCowboys.com slash training camp. All right, that is Heckman Harrison, Barry Church on New East Coast. You're in the Players' Lounge. Our guy Danny McCrae working some Cowboy camps. He He's going to be back um, next week for us. So, uh, by the way, speaking of going to camp, I'll be there Monday. Hmm. American All right. Airlines. All right. Give us some good details. I fly, I fly to Santa Barbara. You go, you go to the Bel- Yeah, I go to Santa Barbara. That's what you go from here to Santa Barbara. Don't go to LA. Everybody go to LAX. Mm, I'll do LAX. LAX. Santa Barbara first. Oh, Santa Barbara. I mean, you love beautiful it? airport. Uh, yeah. It's, 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 it's a beautiful airport. It's nice. a Santa Barbara type airport, but, nice. but, but it's a quicker drive. It's only, like, what, 30 minutes from? It's about 30, from, uh, about 45. About 45 minutes. About 40, minutes? About 40 yeah. minutes. But, but, but just, just the drive, got a little spot, hit, hit a little food spot over here. Oh, no, and, you yeah, know I got food spots. Yeah, yeah, I got my little, I got my <laughs> spots on the way down to, to, to Cowboys camp here. So, 
Mike McCarthy is calling the plays this year as the head coach. Kellen Moore now with the Chargers. <clears throat> Something that Jerry Jones said at the opening press conference made me say, mm. and he said, this isn't about Kellen. This is really about Mike and what Mike can do. Like, well, when you hired Mike, you knew what Mike could do. Mike McCarthy called plays on a team to won Super Bowl in your building. <laughs> I never thought Mike McCarthy wanted Kellen Moore. I always thought Mike McCarthy just, okay, they like him. So I said, yeah, I'd hire him, even though I don't know him. You buying it? I'm nervous. I, I, I'm not sure about y'all, but I'm a little nervous about this. About? Uh, about McCarthy going in here, calling these plays for the offense. I mean, look, this, he is a Super Bowl winning coordinator, or he was the head coach and he called the plays, so I'll give him the coordinator title as well. He was a Super Bowl winner. But that was, what, 13 years ago? Right. 13 years ago. And he had a guy by the name of Aaron Rodgers at the quarterback position as well. Now, Dak Prescott, I'm not saying he's that far beneath Aaron Rodgers, but I'm not saying he's in the same category as Aaron Rodgers as well. And for a guy that hasn't called plays in five-plus years, he's coming in here saying, we're going to run the football. We're getting back to the trenches. We're getting to this ground game. We're going to get back to that. But what has he done to prove that? The actions speak louder than the words. Okay, so, heck, can we, can we go back into this whole we're going to run the football thing? Right. I never took Mike McCarthy to say it. He's about to become Marty Schottenheimer, Marty Ball, or we'll go ground and pound it. I took it as him with Kellen Moore saying, you know what? We need to run the football more in certain situations. I go back to the Jacksonville game and the Green Bay game when I was at. You had 14-point leads. You're looking up there. You got a 48-second drive because you went three and out. And you're throwing the whole time. I took it as him saying we need to run the ball more in situations to save our defense. That's how I took it. What about you, Heck? Hey, I just I want to go back to your original question because I no longer dissect whether Mike McCarthy wanted Kellen Moore or not because that's too deep. <laughs> thing to try and figure out the truth on, right? But I think that when you look at this offense and you look at the production it has, the numbers that it had last season, you say, well, what, what was wrong? They're number one in points scored. That's the whole point of that. He has the whole shell of that. Nothing has changed with the talent, the okay. production, other than now you don't have Ezekiel Elliott. Now you think that you're going to have a more explosive offense with Tony Pollard and company, right? Um, I don't, I don't worry about Mike McCarthy okay. simply because you said he, he is of Super Bowl caliber. Okay. I think he's had enough opportunity to figure out exactly who and what his offense should be. Look, only thing I worry about is mistakes as far as clock management, things like that, because he's going to be so concerned with other things. But as I've known Mike McCarthy, I've known him as the guy with the laminated play sheet mm -hmm. and the guy that was making those, making those calls out to his offense. I don't see in the whole uh, assumption that he's going to run the ball. I mean, come on, man. That's, that's fodder. That's not going to happen. He, it, the, uh, the, the NFL has changed so much that I don't think that Mike McCarthy is unaware of that. But what I do think that he need, has to do is to mitigate the mistakes from Dak Prescott, mitigate the guesswork by those wide receivers. And we saw it too many times. We broke down too much film that saw these wide receivers didn't know where they needed to be. And it came to the point where something had to be done. They were not just going to stay the course with Kellen Moore. Still with my dog, K. Moore. But you <laughs> ain't gonna stay the course. You could keep me, doing that. You can't be the number one offense over his time period as an offensive coordinator 
and somehow feel like we're going to get better. Where are you getting better at? I guess time management, but we've seen, and game management, but we've seen from Coach McCarthy Play that can be that can be a little bit, you know, of a guesswork when it comes to him as mm -hmm. far as game management. So you're saying that he can become better as far as saving the defense and making sure we run the ball when needed. So situational awareness, is that what we're saying? He could be better at Balance. calling the plays balance-wise yeah. than a Kellen Moore. I go back to Kyle Shanahan. That Super Bowl in Atlanta, they're up. Oh, man. Kyle Shanahan was out there still trying to be aggressive and not running the football. He's up 10 points on the Kansas City Chiefs. He stops running the football. So, you know, you got Garoppolo out here missing passes, and, and now Kansas City got the ball back. Boom, boom. It's about the situations. And while you get yourself up the way Shanahan did, go back to Green Bay, you're up 14, you go back to Jacksonville 14, there comes a point in time you got to figure, okay, where am I? And what do we need to be doing to make sure we're, we're taking ourselves where we need? You have to think about the, uh, the defense. Now, I, and I say this because I remember many times talking to Gary Patterson at TCU when he was coaching over a defensive guy, and he had these air raid, brought in these air raid guys. And he would literally say, I have to talk to these guys. I need you to run it. Talking to them, I'm not telling you what to call, but I'm I want you to run it because we got a defense here that needs to stay off the field for a little bit. And I think, to me, that was what I felt Mike McCarthy was saying. And when he had the press conference at the, uh, at the owners' meeting, and people blew that one up. Oh, he's, he's slamming Kellen Moore. He wasn't slamming Kellen Moore. The guy said, like, 50 million nice things about him. But then he brought, well, boy, hey, look, I've been in Kellen's shoes where I'm an offensive coordinator. I'm trying to score. I'm trying to run it. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to be that guy. He said, well, I'm the head coach. Yeah. Hey, coach, you're trying to win championships, and you see it differently. It's, it's all about viewpoints. And, and it's not that he's saying Kellen's wrong. Hey, I was once a young play caller. You give me the keys now, we're about, <laughs> about to show you. And he's saying, hey, as a, as a head coach, you're looking for the whole thing. you got to look at the bigger viewpoint, everything. So, Jacksonville, you needed to run the ball more, right. especially after we saw you know, they, got, they got on your man, Kelvin Joseph, you know, once, once – that only took 30 minutes. Once Trevor Lawrence saw it, it was going. It was going. So, all right, they got a little momentum, and you played there in Jacksonville. They got going. You hear that blue ball chance coming. They got going. Green Bay, because that Green Bay game, they thought they were going to lose. All of a sudden, it's the fourth quarter. It's down to seven. That crowd is jumping and going. You needed to help them. And I, that's just, I, think. I just go back to the fact that there was a certain points in the season where the offense just looked inept. And it didn't matter whether they, you call it the rhythm with Dak because he hurt his hand okay. or, you know, mm -hmm. those things. I just felt like going back to the Green Bay game, there was a bad interception in the end zone where either CeeDee Lamb should have ran him more flat, he broke it off and went over the top of the, of the, oh, the yeah, safety. Yeah, yeah. And consequently, there was a turnover. We had many things like that happen within the season where guys just looked like they were out of place. How many times can that happen? And you know Mike McCoy. McCarthy's walking into that meeting room and saying, look, these are the things that just cannot happen. San Francisco, San Francisco, I mean, this man has a head, D'Amico Ryans has a head coaching job because, because of, of the job that he did on a lot of these quote-unquote big offensive coordinators, and he, he made Kellen Moore look bad. So, you say Kellen Moore, and in conversations I've had with people, they've questioned the wide receivers coach here.
Okay. So that's going to be an interesting kind of dynamic. Because when I go to camp, you know, you talk to more people yeah. and you talk to, you're able to get to folks a little bit off camera. That's something I'll be interested to see. I mean, it's wild because you, you know, you say, you know, the Miko Ryan's made Kellen Moore look bad, or the wide receivers aren't running this. What does it come down to at the end of the day? Execution. Execution and decision making. <laughs> yeah. Was that ball forced? into that, that triple coverage? Yeah, some bad throws. Was that ball forced in the second interception of San Francisco where two defenders could have picked it off, but the linebacker Fred Warner ended up picking off and take. So I, my thing is, I just we can't all just put this on. Kellen Moore saying his offense was just all high-powered. And he gotcha. saved the defense. I think it's a combination of the two, and maybe you guys are right, a new voice in Dak Prescott's ear could uh, alleviate some of those you know, decision-making opportunities that he gave the defense. I agree with you, Barry. I mean, it's all it's all going to be on Dak. Let's not even play no yeah, games about it. Yeah. They're gonna, it's going to be on Dak, and Dak has to be better. He can't play. He can't have 15 interceptions in 12 games. Oh, he cannot good, afford yeah. to have a repeat of that. And he's already said he's not going to throw 10. So. Okay. He did not say he uh, was going to have 10. The quote was, <laughs> "We would not have 10." Tipped interceptions, which right. is why I'm working with the receivers. Okay, so, yeah. so we're working on making sure you know balls, you know, that we get this thing done because that's a lot of what we saw. Jacksonville tip, yeah. game, tip right off the North Balls off the tip, right. So yeah. that's what he said. He said, "I'm not going to have ten interceptions. I'm not going to have ten t- the tipped interceptions. Yeah. I'm going to have the tipped interceptions." So that's what they're working on. There. Yeah, but this, this but, receiving core, this receiving core has to be better for Dak. Also, oh, I think they will. I mean, sure. they can't go. You know, to the eighth week of the the season before they have a hundred yard receiver. I mean, Noah Brown was the most productive guy they had, and and again, we can go back to the Dak injury and all sure. that. But Ceedee Lamb is going to have to emerge as that playmaker yes. uh, in this offense, and he's going to have to get it going early. He can't wait till you know the week versus Green Bay to get his well, game. Michael on. Gallup, you know, okay, oh. Michael Gallup has uh, got yeah. to go earn yeah. his dollars. Yeah, and and that's that's just being straight up. And I like Michael Gallup, but that's just hey man, you got paid. Time to produce. Uh, Jalen Tolbert, he was on 105.3 The Fan talking today and, and trying to flush, you know, last year. But Jalen Tolbert's a third round. He's going to be yeah, here. Yeah. He's got to produce here. So um, the rec- receiving core does need to better, be better. But can we just – and this is not hating. It's asking guys to live up to what the organization believed in you. Michael yeah. Gallup, we told Amari Cooper, bye-bye, paid you. Jalen Tolbert, we use a third-round pick. Dak Prescott, I told him you were the guy. You got to go do your job here. Yeah, that's fine. Brandon Cooks, he stay healthy. Clearly, he can he he can be a difference maker. Here. Absolutely, so, absolutely. So so there's some things that you look at on paper. I like this receiving core better than last year's group all day long, but there's still some guys that have things to prove here. Yeah, and. And and this is this is this is the beauty of what football is. You've got another opportunity. Last year's gone here. Show what you can do. But if these guys can play up to the ability that the organization thought they had when they acquired them, then you're talking about a really good a really good unit. Yeah. But I thought Clarence Hill, the Fort Worth Star Telegram, had a great point. Last year, when the Cowboys stepped on the field, almost always they had the worst receiving core than the other two. I would have to agree. That that cannot be the case this year. 
No, it, it can. And, and I really, I think the one thing that baffles me about CeeDee Lamb and where he is, even with his contract negotiation, when you consider or talk about PFF grades or what they consider to be the top 10 wide receivers in the league, his name is never mentioned. His name isn't put in that. T- if he is, he's 9 and he's 10, yeah. right? And so... For him, I think the perception around here is that he's an elite wide receiver. 157 targets last year, 107 catches. That's nothing that's to see. That's, yeah, that's productive. That's productive. 1,300 yard nine so, tutties. I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm just saying, look, I, I don't want it to get misconstrued. What I'm saying is I need CeeDee Lamb to be that early. I'm, I don't need him to be, wait to the end of the you, early. Your point is fair. Your point is fair. Can we also allow a little bit of grace on this? Last year was his first time being the number one guy. Top dog, yeah. A little, little adjustment, you know, a little punch in the mouth here a little bit. And he, okay. he finally figured it out. So what the ratings are, and it's like, it's like stocks. It's based off last year's returns. Um, now that he knows what it takes, what you have to do, I think CeeDee Lamb will be fine. I'm not worried about CeeDee Lamb. Nah. So I don't worry about their rankings. And, you know, if they want to put Terry McLaurin and guys like that, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. Uh, Brandon Cooks, a healthy Brandon Cooks on the other side, things get things can be a lot easier for CeeDee <sighs> Lamb because you are number one guy with no help over there. Right. You know, the maybes. Yes. Maybe somebody going to show up over here. <laughs> the the CD and the maybes. They're going to be okay this year. I think they're going to be okay this year. Uh, let's get back at this on Friday. All right? Let's do it, man. Let's do it on Friday. Barry Church, Heckma Harrison, I'm Newey Scruggs for Jazz and everybody else that made this thing happen right here at DallasCowboys.com. It's been the Players' Lounge. We'll chat with you on Friday right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!